I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Hello. Hi, Trisha. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> We're both a little sad that we, uh, it's the end of the weekend. <laughs> I know it came and went so fast. It did. Did you enjoy yours at least? Yes. I was actually going to go into the office for a couple hours and I ended up not going. So there's still a lot to do, but I'm glad that we took the weekend for ourselves. Oh, good. You totally need that. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. we had to show the house like all week. So it was nice to just kind of enjoy each other's company and be together as a family. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Good. Went to the beach today. So that Ooh. was nice. Our first time. Yeah. It was warm enough for that. Season. Yeah, I mean, we weren't trying to get in. I just wanted to be down by the water. And Charlie, she was so not about it when we first got there. Like, uh-uh. And then quickly warmed up and was all about, like, trying to get closer and closer. And was telling the waves, again, again. And when <laughs> they didn't hit her feet, she's like, come on, come on. Like, trying to get her. <laughs> so it was nice. Yeah. Actually, we went to the beach, too, because, you know, we live right near the town beach mm -hmm. so we actually went there too uh yesterday and yeah remy went in with her jeans on and we drove home with wet jeans nice. <laughs> but not drove home we rode our bikes back home so it was really okay. nice we rode our bikes to the park and then we went to the beach and she played in the sand and in the water and the playground over there and then we rode our bikes home so it was really nice it's really nice Aww, sounds little perfect. day yeah all right well before we get started, we will remind everyone the platforms that they can find us on so they can let their friends know that they should listen in <laughs> on <Yeah>. anywhere <laughs> they can find us, <laughs> which is we have Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. And if you are enjoying the show, which if you're sharing with your friends, I'm assuming you are, so... Give us some love on any platform, but specifically Apple, because you can just hit the five stars, super easy. And if you feel like you have more time on your hands, feel free to leave us uh, a review to let yes, everyone please. else out there know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can always subscribe so you know when the next episode drops. Awesome. And then there's always our social media, too, uh, which is our favorite. Uh, Instagram and Facebook is Mom Jeans and Minivans. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we have our Twitter account, which is Mom Jeans Min and the number one. So M I N one. And then there's always our trusted email where you can reach us about anything and everything. We are Mom yes. Jeans and Minivans at yahoo.com. Uh, did I forget anything? Did I get it all? You, you nailed it. All right. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into our episode, which is about... A little mama-sode. Yeah, it's our little little mama-sode. And it's just to kind of touch base on where the girls are at with their speech and what we do to kind of encourage and help them in communicating and talking. 
uh, I know this has always been kind of a topic between you and I. We don't, we try not to compare a lot with the girls, but I do feel like this is one where we're like, how are the girls doing with talking? Or at least I know I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little bit more you. Yeah, it's, I think it's more me. <laughs> it's something I've, I've just always, I think because I've, you know, as I've said in the past, I've just, there's so many people close to me that have children, you know, whether it's my nephew or my really close friend's yeah. son that have needed speech therapy that I just am very cognizant of it. You're and on I just, edge. Yeah. Yeah. Like super alert. Yes. Yes. So, and I do feel that Remy is maybe a little behind. I don't know that it's an issue of concern yet, but it's definitely something I'm going to bring up to the pediatrician at her second birthday, you know, when we For do. For sure. Mm-hmm. But. I, mean, I, I don't think she is, but I definitely think that's a good idea to just any concerns. Yeah. We always yeah. say, talk to your doctor about it if you do. So something that I was reading, and again, I'm always skeptical of these, you know, how many words should they be saying? Because, I mean, truly, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just, you don't know if it's babble words that you're kind of like, I think that's what she's saying. However, <laughs> no, I don't know that everybody would understand that word. But I did read totally. recently on a couple of sites that, that around the two-year mark, they should be saying anywhere from 50 to 100 words. See, I, to me, that's just crazy because who's keeping track at that point? Right. I agree. Like, when they told me 2025, I think at 18 months, I mean, I, I don't even know what right. mark it was. Maybe it was the 12-month, somewhere in there, in the last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she's doing that many because I can't count to 20, 25 words. So I'm definitely not counting to 100. <laughs> so I did, I remember meeting somebody when I was pregnant. Um, she was so sweet. She used to come in with her daughter all the time to the place that I was working. And her daughter could speak so early on. I mean, she was saying, I think she said that she was saying 80 words by the time she was 12 months old. She knew how many words she was so saying? So she said that they were so impressed by how many words she could say that they started writing them down wow Mm -hmm. and that's how they knew how many words she was saying i don't i don't have the no (laughs) not at all and i will say it's like so this topic's a little interesting for me because i really haven't been keeping track yeah i don't keep track either no but like i haven't even been focusing on language so maybe i have like things we do but it's not I guess it is language related, but not not the same way I felt like at six months where I'm like, okay, let's focus on expanding your words. It's, yes. just, it's not a focus anymore, but I was going to say with my toddler, so they range a year and a half to two and a half in my mm-hmm. class. And all of them are within, ooh, I'm going to say about six, maybe six to eight months of each other. And there's definitely variation among how much the kids can say and how clear and there's one girl in our class who is one of the younger ones, but probably speaks the most and the clearest of mm-hmm. all the kids. And it's just like, you really, you can't compare. There's some things to look out for if like of concern. Yes. If, you know, the child's not recognizing their name or really isn't saying much of anything, mm-hmm. those kind of things. But it's just like you said at the beginning, you, it's, you can't compare. Kids are so different in how they absorb and who knows what exposure how many how much time the parents are able to spend focusing on words or stories and songs and it just it takes longer for others you know it does yeah 
It's it's very true. I mean, and that's what we've kind of always said since the girls were born is every child is going to grow at their own pace. And, you know, some some might learn to walk sooner, some might learn to talk sooner, some might learn yeah. to do both sooner. So, again, it's like I, any subject, math for me was always a struggle. Sure, mm-hmm. I can get there. Well, depends what level, let's be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk the early years. I got there. It just took me longer than some of my other counterparts. And then, you know, other subjects I excelled in. It's just, mm-hmm. Some things just don't come as naturally to everyone. So it takes right. a little longer, but you get there. Yeah. And I think what I think the reason it, I've been thinking about it more lately is because Remy has been trying to talk more, but yeah. I'm I'm struggling to understand what she's saying. And then sometimes I can't even figure it out. And I, and it's just been a source, I think for me where I'm feeling bad. And so frustration. Yeah. And I want to be able to help her be able to communicate Mm -hmm. better so that she doesn't get as frustrated either. Um, she'll try and say something, especially when we're driving, she'll, be trying to say something (laughs) and I'll guess what the word is. And she says, no. And then says it the same exact way. I guess a different word. She says, no, says it a different way. Totally. And Jason even said today, he's like, sometimes I feel like eventually we say a word and she just goes, yeah. Cause she's just like tired of trying to do the back. Oh, I just, I just have a conversation back. Like the times I can't understand. I'm just like, uh huh. Oh, mm." (laughs) when I can't figure it out, I just do that. You know, that seems to, distractor more than do you are you saying this are you saying that yeah I think I need to turn it into that more and I have been trying to kind of mimic back what she's saying and try and make it like our own little conversation and I do think that that is a better route because she does tend to get more frustrated if I'm trying to guess what she's saying specifically and lots of times it's hard yeah yeah, so I think I need I need to work on that more because I want to know so badly what she's trying to tell I know. me. Phil's the same way. He's like, I can't wait for her to just be able to really talk so I can understand, especially when they get in those fits because you don't understand mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, use your words and then you're really trying to concentrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be so much easier if we could just understand, but they're yeah. not even two. I mean, they're pretty darn close within <laughs> a month, but... <laughs> It's coming. I think how in the course of their life, 12 months to almost 24 months, mm-hmm. how much more Remy says, how much more Charlie oh, says. Oh, I know. I know. You and know? That's so it's like always, you have to put it into perspective. That's always something we fall back on is, is there progress? Is progress yes. being made? And if progress is being made, then that's all you can ask for. You know what I mean? That's they're, yeah. they're on the right path. And I was going to say, I really feel that Remy kind of turned the corner this weekend she where I was kind of concerned because I was like she's still just doing like one syllables like very like struggles to yeah, have you were mentioning two syllables. that mm-hmm. well she's definitely she's been saying a lot more two syllables this weekend she Jason thinks that she may have for the first time said please without being provoked to say it and I was like Aww. oh my gosh I need to hear this I know that's um, been your thing <laughs> and I'm saving I am saving my one word for my mom fashion because it's great and I can't wait to tell you awesome. yeah yeah it's so they're in a like right now until about age three they're in an unconscious absorbent period mm. where they're literally taking everything in everything we don't realize they're taking in <laughs> oh. and then because it's unconscious yeah exactly 
And then because it's unconscious, they're just suddenly one day like and spewing out all these new words. You're like, whoa, what just happened? Right. So it sounds like that's what Remy just did, that she's been absorbing, processing. And now she's like, got it. Here yes. we go. Yes. Yes. You know? So that's so, so good yeah. to know. Well, so I was doing a bunch of research online. So two things that I started last week, which I think helped a little bit, was because she's coming to work with me more and every day and it is getting a little more screen time than I would like, I started to kind of search for things that would be a little bit more educational and beneficial for learning speech. So All right. Uh, one of them was this app that I have downloaded. It's called Speech Blubs. Okay. And I, there was a free trial. So I've been using it for a week. And it kept her pretty entertained where it literally will repeat words. Like repetition, I know, is always such a great thing with children and toddlers. Yes, so it will show it. a cloud. And it says cloud. It will show the like another cloud. It's like cloud. And it just shows a couple different pictures and says the word very clearly. And it has a little icon in the corner with someone's mouth moving. And she was glued to that thing for a little bit. And I was like, great. She's, it's just very simple, like very mm-hmm. simple for her to see. It wasn't for me. It didn't feel like there was too much going on. Cause sometimes she goes down these like little rabbit holes on her YouTube channel. It's like YouTube kids <laughs> where I am like, what she's just are you navigating watching? the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then when, she, you know, I started to put on a lot more parental control. So she's really just getting the stuff that I'd like her to see. And that I mm-hmm. feel like is more just better for her learning wise and not too, not too busy. It's, I don't want anything that's just like too busy and stimulating for her. So another one I had put in, you know, I just did a search in YouTube kids for speech and, you know, to help with speech. And there's a couple good videos where it's like they incorporate songs and that kind of a thing. And I felt like she started to try and do the movements and say some of the words because it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was more fun. So those are two things. But I've done, I was doing a bunch of research online, like how can I help my toddler to understand and speech and maybe learn it a little bit better. And I finally landed on this one site that I felt like incorporated a bunch of other sites that I had been looking at and it's community.today.com and they have the 13 most effective speech therapy activities for toddlers, which I thought was interesting that it incorporated the therapy. So I don't know if Mm -hmm. you want me to run through a bunch of them, but it's just like great things that you can do every day with your kids. Sure, us with a few. Okay, so I'm going to jump to, because it starts with babies. So reading books was like top of the list for a bunch of different ones. They say that kids can learn like one, they can be introduced to 1.4 million more words Mm -hmm. just by reading one book a day. Yep, that was on my list of things was books and singing is numero uno. (laughs) Yes, so the, yeah, the, the second one that was probably the most prominent in a lot of these sites was also, yes, singing and rhymes and songs and that kind of a thing and it goes back to the whole repetition thing yes they hear the same words over and over you can expose them to new words and different words through the books and the singing that Mm -hmm. they you know outside of their everyday life and kids just like you said love the repetition so i'm sure remy does this i know charlie does each night it's like what book and she wants to repeat the same book and then it's like again 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 yes and so they are they're taking it in and each time you read it again she's suddenly picking up on a new word and saying it herself Mm -hmm. 
It's very true. And I have been noticing that a lot more lately. She'll want to read the same book over and I'm like, let's change mm -hmm. it up. But it's like, all right, no, you want to read that five times? It, let's yeah. do it. But they also, um, I've been doing this lately and it's funny that I just read it too, is not only with the singing, but, but incorporating movements with it. So mm -hmm. two of our favorite songs right now is the Itsy Bitsy Spider mm -hmm. and the Wheels on the Bus. And what I love about the Wheels on the Bus is Remy gets to choose what the next chorus is going to be so okay. that's really fun because it let, we've been doing it a lot on drives so you know a lot of times the wheels on the bus it's like you have the wheels and the horn and the driver and the passengers and you know windshield wipers and Remy will do something like nose so I'll be like <laughs> and another one no, oh, go ahead oh I was like I'll I'll sing I'll just come up with anything and I'll say the noses on the bus go <laughs> You know, and she thinks it's hilarious, but it's fun to just like have, that's a, that's another big one is like being playful and going back and forth with stuff. And they just, they don't realize they're learning. They're just having fun. Well, and that's how it should be. All their learning should right. be through fun right now. But I was going to say, if you ever needed to mix it up, you like, you were saying how you like that she can pick what's next. You should mm -hmm. do old McDonald. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. We did do that one for a while, and I had forgotten about that one. I need to kind of, like, brush up on my songs. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'll start to sing a song, and I'm like, I don't remember how the rest of that goes. It's crazy how quickly they come back to you, and they're all the same tune, let's be honest. <laughs> they, really, they really are. They really are. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Any others from that site you wanted to share? Um, so one that I was reading was just with playing with them, like, it, it helps with their fine motor skills, but it teaches them to share. It teaches them to, they're, you're learning words just by like, even if you're just sitting across from them rolling a ball and you say one, two, three, roll, they're learning that they have it for a little bit and then they can share it and somebody else has it and then you get it back and um, they're learning like counting or just interaction just by playing. So um, obviously that's something that we do, but I just thought that it was interesting that the just playing with them can help so much with their speech. Yep. That was the first thing on when I was jotting down, I guess, the things I unconsciously do. It was oh, the first yeah. thing was everything's a talking point. <laughs> it's just, it is. It's just having those conversations, just not even conversations with them, but just literally talking through the day, having them with you. They're watching your lips. It's just, yep. yeah, you don't have to do a ton. <laughs> It yeah. just it, it happens naturally. And that's, I think, what's always nice when we're doing these podcasts. It's like we come up with these topics and then it kind of forces us to look a little bit deeper of what we've been doing. And, and a lot of times it's like, you oh, wow. You're I've doing been... more than you realized. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes, that's something that I realized. And I was just like, okay, well, I feel good. I do a lot of those things. You know, some of them yeah. are just, and we've been doing this since they were really young is just talking about what we're doing as we're doing yeah, it exactly still doing that walking them through or I think we do it so much more than we realize I mean how many times you say mama's going to the potty mm -hmm. mama's gonna make you lunch now I'm gonna make you this do you want that like you, you do it more than you realize we don't talk to each other that way we do that to our children yes <laughs> <laughs> that we are having these conversations with them I will say branching off the you know everything's a talking point mm -hmm. is keep it simple. Like yeah. if you are intentionally speaking to them and you want them to understand a direction, like let's put on your shoes or you're trying to show them how 
a toy or a material or something works. Keep it so simple. In those moments, don't confuse them with all the other words. Like really just break it down as simple as possible. Like mm-hmm. say you're trying to show them a zipper, how to work a zipper. Open and you slowly do the motion and speak slowly. Mm-hmm. Close, open, you try. Like just that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are picking that up. They're watching you and then they'll try it themselves. But I mean, save the singing, the books. That's when you talk normal. But if you're trying to get them to do things or understand and that kind of thing, really just slow it down. Right. I mean, that's a that's a really great point. And they love feeling empowered. Like today I was telling Jason we were about to go outside and she was holding one of her dolls. And I said, oh you know what, Remy, Dolly really needs a nap. Do you mind? Can you run and Mm -hmm. go put her on your bed and then we'll go outside and play? And she ran all the way to her room, put her on her bed and came (laughs) running back. And I was just like, I love when those, you have those moments. Yes. 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 Um, Like she got it. Oh my God. I love it. Yes. And, and, you know, coming off of our uh, last podcast with cooking with the kids in the kitchen and I sent you those pictures where she was standing at the stove with me and she was on one side of the stove and I was on the mm-hmm. other side cooking and I let her in a, a pan that wasn't on but I let her imitate what I was doing and I yes. realized like how well it kept her entertained and it kept her attention and focused and they're so fascinated on everything we're doing so often we don't have to do all the extra it's just let them be part of our lives and like you just did let her join you and you found a great way to do that yeah like where I she literally was side by side and while I was doing what I needed to do I just gave her something small to do or even like pretend like I was about to saute some spinach so I tried the whole ripping the spinach thing she did like maybe like three and I was like okay I just want to stir it like what you're doing in the pan so she just stirred it in a fake pan but it was it was great it was I I realized wow that was such a good way of talking with her back and forth yeah and you got to do what you needed to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly without it taking too much time yeah (laughs) exactly it's like so often it's like just simplify yes instead we're like hey do you want this you're trying to throw things in their face like no make them a part of what you're doing versus the other way around yeah I feel like I get so much further like I definitely need reminders to that at times but I feel like she responds so much better when it's just incorporating her mm-hmm. into what I need to get done. And sure. I do think like the whole simplifying thing, we, they are wanting to do so much more on their own that they really do need just like very simple instructions, like you were saying. And I did, I have found that really she'll say like, sit, sit when she wants to do something, learn something, mm-hmm. play with something. And I have found that really just getting down to her level, like literally sitting on the floor yes. with her and making sure she, she looks at me when I'm trying to say something. And I'll say, look at, look at mama's mouth, look at mama's mouth. And, and I'll ask her to try it. And she, she'll try it a couple times, but it's, you just have to get that like focus from them. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm at your level. Let's, let's do this. Let's try this. And then it just feels I don't know. It, it doesn't feel so parental because I think you're right down there with them. You're respecting them and treating them equal mm-hmm. and they pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of literally talking down to them. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's just hanging with me. She's talking to me. Yep. Yeah. Yay. Well, I have, well, I have things. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. 
<laughs> so for me, French. I guess yes. that's a big one where language comes in that I do actively try to make an effort. Mm-hmm. And I have to, one thing I learned, and I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast. So for anyone trying to teach their kid and a foreign language, now is the time because again, they're in that absorbent period. Even if it's 15 minutes a day or not a day, it could be like every other day. It can be short and sweet. It doesn't have to be so intricate, but just focusing on that language but it's speaking to them in that language that I know early on I was, okay, we're going to do YouTube in French. I found Sesame street in French, like all this stuff. Uh And in my learnings, it's, they don't pick up on that. It's not what's not the videos in front of them. It's when we speak to them that they are able to differentiate the sounds. So one poor Charlie for my pronunciation of French. (laughs) (laughs) I think you do so great. Yeah, because we don't speak French. So both of us think I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) French people are like, "Mm -mm." oh, no. (laughs) My father-in-law is coming from France in two days. So maybe you should just come spend a couple weeks with us. I tried saying something in French to him. And he looked at me like I was a crazy person. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. He was like, huh? Yeah. So see, (laughs) French are like, you aren't speaking French. (laughs) You're like, help me out here. (laughs) <laughs> right? So speak to them in the language you want. And I can't remember offhand, but I think it's zero to six or zero to seven is really the time that kids will be able to speak a second language. Like okay. So often that we do it in junior high, high school, college, and that absorbent period has passed. It is so much harder. Right. But kids can pick up on all the different sounds and just... Yeah, the patterns, if you're doing it now, and like you were saying early on, it's fun. Like, it's not, okay, what do I have to learn? They're just like, oh, it's something else new. What is this? So I got really excited today (gasps) because Charlie's new thing is stop signs. So she's always like, stop, stop. And so I started saying, aret, aret. And she said, aret today. Her first French word. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? She said, (laughs) aret. Aw, that's so exciting. You've been waiting so long to hear her say her first French word. And it stopped. I know, know, right? (laughs) Well, tonight she gave Phil a kiss at bedtime. And I was like, Mama, be so, be so per mama. She goes, no, Mama. I was like, oh, oh, no kiss, Mama. I was like, okay. Oh, no. I was like, all right. Okay. (laughs) But even that, so... I am far from fluent in French, but I try to speak as many vocab words as I can. And when I can, I keep the sentences simple because it does confuse them Uh a little when I go between, you know, if you go between any language, say English to French. Right. So even if it's very basic, like, I love you, I'm eating, you know, like, Uh that is better than flip-flopping and keep it short and sweet and... You know, we'll get back to the, we'll circle back on this when she's six and see. (laughs) Exactly. I can't wait. But yeah, so that one I'm really trying. So in thinking about us talking about language with the toddlers, Mm -hmm. I was trying to think about what we do in the classroom for Montessori with our toddlers. So I have some things that are language based, even though, like I said, everything is a talking point and everything is language learning, honestly. Mm hmm. But one of the things that we do are sandpaper letters. 
Okay. So they are, we start with the lowercase, not till they get to primary do they do upper letters. Interesting. But okay. lo- lowercase, just because those are the letters you see more often written out. Right. Uppercase just starts a sentence. Okay. So, yes. or, you know, a proper noun. So that's mm-hmm. why we start with lowercase. But they are letters that you basically, they're rough like sand that you trace with your fingers so they can feel how the letter comes together, okay. um, you know, when writing it. But mm-hmm. we don't say like, say you're doing B, right? You do more the sound, like B, B, instead of saying B. You, right. You sound it out at this age for them. Mm-hmm. And then you can also have objects. So you can have little tiny objects that as you're showing them, B, 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 you can have maybe a little box or boy and so they can they're objects they recognize right and they can start putting it together like that associating oh, buh, buh, boy buh, mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. you know so you can have a few objects to go with the letter and it's more really sounding out that sounding it out for them yes that's what we would do early on for this age group and then another one is matching objects to cards so think okay. of like, you know, like a matching game. Yeah. And we use as realistic objects instead of cartoons or clip art, you know, that's just more right. of an outline. It's not as appealing to them. But if you're doing trees, you know, you'd have just a realistic looking tree. So and then you can have the actual object that it's matching to. So a tree is a little hard. <laughs> I was going to so, say, I was like, so what do yeah. you do for a tree? Okay. So, okay, coin. You can right. have a flashcard of a coin, like the picture of a coin, and mm-hmm. then an actual coin. And so you have like three or four objects to cards and have them match. Like, oh, this is a coin. Let me put it on the coin. This is a That's little fun. cup, and I'll put it on a cup. So we do cards to object matching, and then we do object to object. So animals is such an easy one because you can find little tiny safari animals or, you know, any animal. But you can have, again, three to four different animals. So you can have, say, two cows, two horses, two dogs. Mm-hmm. And so they have to match, oh, this cow and this cow to go together. And they are matching. That's what I mean by object to object matching. Mm-hmm. But as they get better with these things, so you first kind of present to them, you're like, they're matching a cow. You might like say, cow, this is a cow. And then the next phase is show me the cow to see if they're comprehending mm-hmm. what they have. And once they seem to have whatever it is you're trying to work on, then the last period is what is this that you just point and say, what is this? Yeah. So first you present, say, this is a cow. Then you do the show me the, and then what is this kind of, so. And those you are could kind do of the, that too with, I feel like very simple anything. puzzles too. Yep. And that was I my do next that thing. A lot. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I do that a lot with those yeah. Melissa and Doug puzzles. I think they're so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Oh, we love Melissa and Doug. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I was going to say puzzles because, again, that's a talking point. But you know what else puzzles are good for, Trisha? What? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I want to know. It's anything that strengthens their pincher grip because that will help them later on for writing. So ah. puzzles with the little knobs. Yes, those little knobs on the top. So it's like dual purpose. That It's a conversation piece. They're matching, but they're also picking them up and putting them back. Mm. And you can do that with, 
I've talked about doing transfer to transfer with like the water pouring thing in a previous episode or something. Yes. But another level of that is you can use like eyedroppers for the transfer to transfer water. Ooh, and so that's, that's working fun. on pincher grasp. Yes. Yeah. And you said something earlier, I think when you're like in the car with Remy mm-hmm. and it sounded very similar to what I was thinking of I spy. That's a fun game, but mm-hmm. it's a great way to just kind of talk about, oh, what is in your environment? Right. So, yeah. Fun. I definitely want to try and do like the little flashcards with the real objects and have Remy like and you can match make them, them up. so, so fun. quickly. Like take anything you have around your house, take a picture on your cell phone, print it out. And if you don't have a laminator, do what I've done and use packing tape to make right. your lamination. Mm-hmm. Cut that out and then... Boom, you have the object that you took the picture of and you have your card. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Yeah. That's fun. So simple. So easy. All right. So, that's what I got. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. These are fun. I love having these kinds of conversations, just talking about their development and next stages. And it's exciting. It's exciting to see them having and fun like, and learning all at the same time. Yeah. And it's a good check for when you're feeling like, oh, I'm not doing enough. You're like, wait. I'm already doing that. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, all right. I can ease up on myself. Yes. But like you said earlier, maybe it's just more your frustration. Like, yes, Remy's getting frustrated. Charlie, I see it. She gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, natural. And it's, it's just all part, a part of the process. Of, yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I, I think both girls are doing great. So. I think so, too. And even though it was a little difficult on FaceTime this weekend, I'm excited to see you guys <laughs> and do FaceTime again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we FaceTime each other this weekend. So the girls could see each other and Trisha and I could say hi. And yeah. Yeah, Remy was not so much about us because we ruined her iPad time. But uh, yeah. We, we still saw her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got Charlie time. She, she was up early that pumpkins. day and we gave her a little, I know, it was so cute and it was eating her fingers. Yes, it was a little uh, window decal for anyone wondering. <laughs> With some teeth, she kept putting her finger to the teeth and uh, she was like, <laughs> so cute well should we do mom fashions because yeah. this is kind of leading into my mom fashion all right so let's hear it so it has to do with both speech and halloween mm-hmm. um we were we did our little excursion on our bikes into town we went to the park and the beach and the playground and everything and on our ride home we were going by you know we're riding by through the whole neighborhood going by places and some people have their Halloween direction uh, decorations up and yeah most of the ones that do have them up are the ones who are like the all out like got to get them up for the whole month if not more of you know October and a little bit of September and we kept saying Halloween it's going to be Halloween and next thing you know Remy's in the back seat and she goes Halloween and now it's oh, like wow. her word. So it's that's a big word. Three syllables. Yeah, I was like, hello, that <laughs> is a big word. <laughs> yep. And so I'm trying to get her to say, and this is my hope, come Halloween, she can say happy Halloween. So I mean, she had Halloween. She's she got Halloween. Happy. So but at the same time, it's so cute. She just we say, Remy, Aww. can you say Halloween? And she goes, Halloween. Oh. <laughs> 
That's so cute. So, I mean, like, when I say mom fashion, it's more like a mom gush because mm-hmm. it was just very exciting. And she sounds so excited Heck when she yeah. says it. So I'm sure with a cute little voice. Oh, and she's yes. probably so proud of herself. She is. So I have a couple videos. They're probably not the best. I'm trying to get a really good one. But I was going to say, okay. Yeah. I at least I have to something. hear this. Yes. <laughs> I'll send it to you after this. Three syllable syllables. She's like, forget these two syllables, Mama. Right? Let's She's go like, from I'll, one to three. I'll do one better. Don't, don't you worry about me, Mama. <laughs> I know. I know. It was great. <laughs> oh, so my mom fashion. I was going to do another one until I got a new one right before recording, which was part of the reason we had to push back recording tonight. Uh oh. So uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we are getting Charlie ready for bed, you know, PJs, the whole process. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and cut her nails because they're starting to get long. And she's through this whole phase of I can do everything. I The whole, you know, wants to emulate what we're doing. Because oh, yes. I was also doing my nails at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect. Let me show her a nail file. And that did not work well because she just took it and wanted to do it herself. I'm like, you are definitely making your nails even sharper now because you're creating a straight line. (laughs) Yep. So I was like, okay, let me go get your nail scissors. We'll try that. And I usually always do it in the high chair. No, she, cause she was just, you know, hanging out. Phil had football on. We're slowly getting her dressed and she wanted to do the nail scissors. So I gave up on that and she want to try them well really she was just like spinning them on like her finger she wasn't doing anything so I was just in the kitchen like we have open concept and Phil's right there with her I'm doing my nails all of a sudden screams Trisha Uh-oh. and crying and feels like she's bleeding she's bleeding and she cut herself right on the inner part of her finger with the scissors oh, no. um in the crease Ow. blood everywhere like, oh gosh yeah, it's on my shirt, which I'm realizing I have not changed yet. Um, oh, no. It's all on the floor. Poor <gasps> thing was crying. She kept saying, hurt, hurt, hurt. Oh. So rushed her to the sink, put pressure on it. And it took, it took at A least five to minutes stop. to get it to, yeah, yeah. to um, which felt like eternity at the time to get it to slow down. But then we put our monkey Band-Aid on. And Yay. so then she went around going ee, 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 and wanted to just go back to jumping. But uh, I feel like this one's kind of a parent fashion because both of us kind of just dropped the ball. I was like, oh, she's not doing anything with scissors. I'm going to keep finishing my nails. And Phil's right there. And yep. he was doing football. And yeah, there you go. Then Aww, that's when she managed to okay. use the scissors. Yeah. yeah she's fine. But So I I've, like, oh. yeah, I've definitely... I've given Remy the scissors lately and I, yeah, it's gotten close a couple times. The like, nail scissors? Not nail scissors, just like small uh, little household scissors. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, cause she, I mean, I have given her small ones, but I was like right there. And again, she right. wasn't doing anything, but the nail scissors, I'm like, they're not sharp. Right. They're round. They're, yeah, they're rounded. Like an inch and a half long, or maybe Aww. two, and, you know, but yeah. I was like, all right, she's not doing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She nope. Got, she got herself. So. She got herself good. Hurt. 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 Poor baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Well. Well, Thanks for uh, making us think on this one, Trisha. Yeah. Checking in. Definitely. (laughs) Thanks for all your great tips 
for yeah. playful teaching. Yeah, and we're doing so much more than we realize. Yes. Okay. Give yourself a break, all you parents out there. It's true. Yeah, but like you, like you said, if you're concerned, talk to your doctor. Yep. And if you have any suggestions on different things that you're doing with your kids that we didn't even bring up, please do share because we are always looking yeah. to grow ourselves. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. Send them our way. Yes, please. All right. All right. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>